Hello, thanks for joining us again today. I don't know about you, but I am welcoming the weekend with open arms today. Looking forward to some downtime away from my laptop, my phone, emails, all the rest of it. If you listen regularly, you will know that here at the UOK podcast, we celebrate making it through each week with a bit of a chat with a familiar face just to hear how they're coping with confinement and COVID related restrictions. And I've heard from a few of you how much you enjoyed last week's Natter with Alison Spittle and I can absolutely guarantee you you'll knock great crack out of today's guest too because he's, I mean, he's a self-confessed class clown but he's also enjoyed a highly decorated rugby career with Munster, Ireland and the British and Irish Lions. Today's guest is Dunica O'Callaghan. Enjoy. I must say, I know it's an awful thing to say and you, you can feel bad about even thinking it and saying it because there's so much going on and there's so many people really struggling with frontline going over and beyond for us but I'm getting to spend an awful lot of time with my family and just um a buddy of mine always had a great line he was there how do you spell love Donica and I was there and he just cut across me with T-I-M-E so I think I'm getting that kind of time now with my family which is um which is kind of it really important for me because if I'm honest and I dived in, I went straight kind of even from September, I was really busy and this has helped with me kind of getting a kick up the arse to see what really is priority and what's right and what's important to be around. And that's that's my family. Of course, there's times I'd say Jenny's climbing the walls and thinking, can I get away from this clone? And she's dead right. But um. I, I must say, I, I, I'm quite enjoying it. But you would have had a long period of time, particularly at the end of your career, when you were playing over in England. So it probably yeah. is really nice now to have all that time at home. Absolutely. And what happened, Jan, I was missing really small little bits, you know, with my kids. I was, I know they sound kind of corny, but I was missing a tooth falling out or I was missing. But now you're around for all of that. And you just need to be present. You need to be there and... Um, yeah, I, I didn't have the balance right. And look, this isn't a right balance either, that it's over the top. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even my kids now were like, oh, we don't want to play stuck in the mud anymore, fella. You know what I mean? <laughs> and Kabir, have you been doing the homeschooling? I'll be honest, I got kicked out after maybe um, two, I'd say about 25 minutes, as, as long as I lasted. Uh, Robin, my little girl who's six and in uh, senior infants, ratted me out for making faces. So Jenny was there, come on, off you go. <laughs> Jenny, I must say, I, the RT hub is brilliant, that side of it. Yeah. I'm allowed to do a bit of work with Robin because it's playing go fish for um some you know uh kind of tricky words and and different things like that so i think my own ability is nowhere beyond the uh, senior infants so i'm not allowed to advance until i brush up on my tricky words and my handwriting but uh so you're going to be graduating it's giving me with an the appreciation kids. for our teachers oh my god yeah the te- i mean absolutely everybody I think is in the same boat there going cheapers. how do they do it you couldn't pay them enough and I was one of those ones that gave it in a grand for them all those long holidays and finished at half two you deserve so much more <laughs> <laughs> and come here what are you finding the hardest Donica? from a kind of a funny point of view I'm actually missing company and you can ring people and you can be around them but I used to have brilliant conversa- uh, conversations with my mom mm. and I, I ring her now, but 
my mum could nearly size me up and we could have a great chat without even saying a word, if you know what I'm saying. Yes, it, yeah. Like, she'd kind of poke a good question and it just knows the inside out. Or the, you could actually just sit there in absolute silence and that's grand, you know that? Yeah. So it's those kind of moments I'm badly missing and they're the ones I'm kind of... Because, uh, of course, we, we're ringing and we're calling up and leaving stuff. Or what, but it's it's not the same. My mom can, she can, it's like unlayering an onion with me. You know what I mean? So I'll go to her like, how are you getting on? Or she'll go to me, how are you getting on? And I'll fob away with the first one. And then, like, she'll keep going until I'm there going, do you know what I'm really worried about at the moment, mom? And nearly bawling my eyes out to her. And <laughs> it's, I think it's an, 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 an Irish mother skill, but I actually miss, miss being around it at the moment. Oh, totally. They're ninjas. They've got really weird abilities to just <laughs> tap it in. And you're like, how did you even know that? I told you exactly, and they know. multiple times. <laughs> Has anything surprised you about the general sort of response to what's been happening over the last month? I actually think the whole thing just sums up how beautiful the country is. You know what I mean? Like there, there is times before we whinged and moaned about different things, but... When we have a cause, we're incredible. <laughs> we always have been, you know, and mm. just everyone. I love the vibe of everyone pulling together. I love that there's massive respect for people that are actually going beyond for us all on the front line. And yeah. I actually, I feel that people are really buying in, you know, and it, like I know that like flattening the curve now has become nearly like our all Ireland, hasn't it? Yeah. Everyone's in it together to just kind of make sure. But I think we're like that anyway. You know what I mean? There's something brilliant about being Irish that there's a maxi, a massive moral compass to look out for each other. And I think we're excelling in it. It just shows the how unfunctional we were before it. You know what I mean? You look at before, you know, what were we doing? And we'd be complete chancers and go back to it again, won't we? We're like, well, we know we're good now. And then it'd be like, Hasher. I don't know how well we do increments of things like we do extremes quite well like as yeah. in like you just said we've a cause let's throw ourselves behind it let's really really do it or like go to Loch Derg, go walk around in your bare feet eat one slice of toast and stay awake for three days and then on the other side of it head out in the lash for a week but we can't kind That's of do we can't do incremental just do a little bit of this now and then a little bit of that so I'm slightly yeah you've nailed it people actually yeah who were like going out for weeks and weeks because they know they're going to lock door. That's exactly what's <laughs> going on. <laughs> and come here to me, in terms of in your sporting career, and obviously I'm sure there was an emphasis on psychology during that period of time, are there tips or tricks that you've picked up that you use at times like this to kind of help keep you, you know, just sane, broadly speaking? I know this sounds crazy and I'm going to regret saying it, but even like chatting to yourself properly and stopping the negative chat in your head like yeah. you know like it would have happened me in rugby say I made a mistake or an error and then I would have nearly I would have just keep reaffirming it in my head I would have kept going on I can't believe I dropped that ball that was so important to this team now we're going to lose this match and I nearly make it worse and it wasn't until I kind of chatted to sports psychologists they were like you you can stop that you know what I mean you yeah. can 100 percent control that you can even just the way you talk to yourself you know just yeah. even small things like I learned a cue of that's most unlike me you know what I mean I remember some of my teammates looking at me going you drop one once a week fella you know what I mean it's not yeah. most unlike you at all but it's just 
it helps you kind of talk to yourself and and just actually catch yourself from kind of going into a, a negative spiral and i'll be honest i think actually it's it's really tough at the moment because if you turn on the news and it is so harsh yeah. but i'm not saying to kind of be uninformed but mm. just be careful how much negative chat you're around and i remember i i i got a good cue to nearly just remove myself from it i i, I knew i actually probably sponged it up and they, we used to have a group called and uh, there was a lad a group of lads that used to go for a coffee after training and it used to be called the sappuccino like they used <laughs> to just sap and if you weren't there you were on the agenda and it was just bitching and moaning and slagging and i remember just chatting to my brother about it and he was there you you should just stop going to that because you come away from it like you have a wet duffel coat on. So I think yeah. I got kind of good at managing what I'm around and just being careful what I listen to, of course, keep informed, but just just mind yourself and don't be hard on yourself with how you, you know what I mean, how you kind of internally process things. Because I think everyone's been hard now, oh, I can't get to the gym, oh, I can't eat as well as I like, you know, yeah. instead of kind of probably just... Uh, making small little changes that'll help. We've never been through anything like this before. So really, whatever way you're managing to get through it is grand. The important thing is to just get through it. I actually think it's a it's a, being happy is a choice. You know that kind of way. I, yeah, yeah. I think you you can kind of choose at a hundred percent. There is there's big moments, but it's just probably looking at the the kind of brighter side of stuff as opposed to you could you could easily get sacked the main thing from from rugby was structure you know i know this sounds crazy because it is so unstructured at the moment in terms of what we're all being asked to do but like and i notice even around our house now that we've put in a bit of a plan in place in the time in terms of time or what time things go on everyone's doing a little bit better you know and i think it, it it does really help to have because we well I certainly crave it I I like being a bit of a nerd and knowing that this is happening then and yeah it, it brings me back to my rugby days be here wear this and do that <laughs> <laughs> and come here are you really missing sport I am I'm I'm do you know what I'm kind of missing about it the the joy moments you know yeah, the yeah. the just brilliant kind of and. Like, I'll be honest, the high performance side of it you could keep, but I'd love to just watch a game down the park or just, yeah, you know. I know, I know, yeah. Because I I think there's so much emphasis on the kind of the professional side of it, but I don't think that's what's important at the moment. I think it's the kind of community aspect of it, of kind of actually going to a game with your friends and your family. That's the probably side of it you'd miss, I'll be honest. Yeah. The kind of pro sports side of it you kind of know where it's going anyway so I think but I do think it's good for those players because I was in it for so long and it wasn't until I retired that I realized how much of a lift it gives people so hopefully those players will see that now that are lucky enough to you know represent Ireland or their clubs or whatever sport they're playing yeah that's the thing I can imagine when you're on a sports pitch as a professional player you're just focused on winning and it's like yeah if the crowd's behind me great but of course you're not thinking about the fact that we were all going oh my god are they brilliant and then talking about it for the next like week at work to anybody who stands still long enough to talk to us about it and and that was it and it's the funny thing is when you're outside of when when ireland beat the all blacks like it, it I, I I was buzzing for about two weeks after that and I was oh. I remember I met a few of the lads and I was there you, 
you don't know what you've done. And they were like, oh no, he's gone pure. He's totally outside the bubble now. He's, <laughs> you know what I mean? My uh, brother was at the match that we were leading and then lost. You know, the famous oh, one with the picture of yeah. 80 minutes with us winning and then New yeah. Zealand went down the other side, whatever. He still can't talk about that match. He can't talk about it. I broke a remote control off the wall. A little Jake O'Callaghan <laughs> came out. <laughs> Jake O'Callaghan was quite young and he went out to Jenny in the kitchen and went, Mom, what's a bullshit decision? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like Okay. I remember I had to go down to, I think it was Harvey Norman, the next day and get a remote control for the TV. I was like, ah, Jenny. <laughs> so that's the, that's how much we're invested in it, you see. When it goes yeah. well, it really lifts us. And when it doesn't, Absolutely. you get very emotional. Yeah, exactly. And I think we need something when we come back, you know, be it with our counties or we need something. I think sport is brilliant for, for bringing us all together. We see the kind of best of us and yeah. it's a good chance to celebrate and enjoy it. So hopefully we have one of the the teams, the Irish teams, be it the soccer, the rugby guys, or even the Olympics coming up to lift everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, I've taken loads of your time now. I was only supposed to take 10 minutes and I've now taken 15. No, you haven't. So... I'm doing nothing else. Can we keep chatting? <laughs> <laughs> Can we... Please don't go, Jan. Please don't go. <laughs> I always think Donica is one of those guys that your mam might refer to as a ticket or a tonic. You know, he just has one of those... Um, I was going to say infectious personalities, but maybe that's not the best choice of words in the middle of a pandemic. But you know what I mean. I loved what uh, Donica said about the Sappuccino group. I think that's a great way of thinking of it because, you know, we've had experts here on the pod over the last few weeks explaining just that, how, you know, what we surround ourselves with can really influence our thoughts and feelings. So it's a great one to keep in mind at the moment, just literally to be aware of. I hope you have a lovely weekend and that you get some proper downtime to just rest up and be for a little bit at least. I'm Johnny Lanagon. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again on Monday morning. And in the meantime, stay home, stay safe and take care. This podcast is created and edited by Paul Moriarty and me, Johnny Lanagon. If you or someone you know is struggling with their mental health at the moment, please access helpline information at rte.ie forward slash helplines.